Welcome to Crown Conversations. Joining me today is Todd from Litterbox Cats, our sister SBN blog covering all things Florida Panthers. Todd, thank you so much for joining me today. No problem. Happy to be here. Okay, so a few years ago, um, the Panthers went all in on analytics and then everybody started calling them the Fancy Cats. And I can't stop calling them fancy cats, but I don't know if they're still fancy cats. No, they that that didn't work out so well. So they, you know, they they kind of scrapped that whole thing and, and brought uh, Dale Talon back to be the GM. So that that experiment didn't work out so well, and it kind of set the franchise back a few years. And now, you know, here we are, a couple coaches later, some new players later, and finally getting things back on track. Um, where they were basically about three years ago. Um, game in hand on the Hurricanes and four points behind. So they're still very much in the wild card race. Yeah, going into tonight's game, they were they were really only a point behind. But I know uh, some of the teams that we wanted to lose uh, uh, ended up winning tonight. So you know now they're a few points behind. So. You know, that makes uh, Thursday night's game, you know, a little more important. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be an interesting game because I know nothing about the Florida Panthers. And to be honest with you, sometimes I forget they exist. Now, that's not a knock on the Panthers because there's with 31 teams, there's occasionally three or four teams that I forget actually exists. And I'm like, wait. Uh, you know, and I'm trying to like go through my head and <laughs> remember who is who. And I forget teams that are in the Pacific. So this is very much not a knock on the Panthers at all. There's so many teams now, you know, especially for, for me, like somebody that when I got into hockey, you know, or NHL hockey, I started off as a WHA fan. There was only the 21 teams. So, you know, 32, you know, 31 going on 32 is it's a lot to keep track of. So the teams you only see twice a year. You know, it's it's really hard to to keep up with what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing I am keeping up with, well, I mean, sort of, uh, Roberto Luongo has retired. So it is no more Bobby Lou season in South Florida, which I'm a little sad about, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's one of the, you know, the the big names for this franchise. So it's, it's been a, you know, it's been a, it's been a little weird not having him around this season. But the cats uh, signed Sergei Bobrovsky over the summer 
And they got another free agency splash with Joel Quenville. So how are those two things going? Um, the coach thing is it's working out pretty well uh, so far. Bobrovsky's been, you know, a bit of, a bit of a disappointment. You know, he's won he's won his fair share of games, but you know, the goals against average and the save percentage isn't, you know, isn't really what um, you know they're. Those numbers aren't indicative of what they're paying him. So, so a lot of a lot of people right now are a little bit down on him. You know, everybody's waiting. You know, to 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 see the Bobrovsky from Columbus, and it, you know, except for a few games here and there, you know, um, it hasn't really happened. But but a lot of that has to do with the defense. You know, the, you know, um, as you were saying a few minutes ago, you know, you you're you're really not too aware of of what's going on with the Panthers. And I was actually thinking about that this this afternoon. You know, um, since I knew I was talking to you and, and a good way to think of the Panthers, if you're not really that familiar um, with what's going on with them, is there is there a lot like the Maple Leafs? You know, that they've got a lot of guys that can score. And, um, you know, I think they're I think they're one of the top teams in the league as far as goals for go. But, you know, the, the defense is not their strong point. You know, they, they give up a lot of prime scoring opportunities and. You know, we we saw it with Luongo and Reimer the last couple of years. You know, they, you know, the defense would hang them out to dry a lot, and and the same things kind of happened to Bobrovsky. You know, there's games where you know you watch him and he'll make you know five or six saves. You're like, how did how did he stop that? But then you know, at the end of the game, he's given up you know three, four, or five goals, and you're and you know people are just like, well, we're not paying this guy ten million dollars to give up four or five goals a game. Goalies are hard to figure out. That is for sure. I mean, they will shut down the best offense and then the very next night, or I guess maybe not next night, but the night after that, the the next game, they'll turn around and against, let's just say, a, a poor team and they'll just completely crap the bed. Yeah, you know, it, it, it happens. So looking at the Panthers roster defense, it looks like they've got a fair amount of, I don't want to say young guys, but youngish guys. I mean, they're all about, what, about 25, 26 years old. So they're all sort of hitting their prime. And how is Aaron Ekblad? uh, He was born in 96, and yet I feel like we've seen him for so long. Yeah, I know. It feels like he's been around 10 years already, but he's, you know, he's still it's the same with Barkov, too. I mean, these guys just, you know, they, they came right into the league and they were immediately successful. So it feels like they've been around, you know, a really long time and they're older than they are. But they're they're actually still, you know, youngish players, you know, not not young anymore. But, you know, just just getting into that point where they're starting to hit his prime. And, and as far as Ekblad goes, he's been uh He's been a lot better this year than he was last year. So he's he's actually having a pretty good season um, back there. You know, he's probably the one defenseman that's really stepped up uh, his, his play from a year ago. There has been a lot of kind of back and forth over Ekblad and kind of like, is he as elite as his draft class? Or, I mean, as his draft position? What is... I mean, I know he has the A, but what is his importance to the Panthers' defense core? 
Well, on you know, on the on the Panthers, he's he's you you would probably label him as the number one defenseman. But would he be the number one defenseman on a lot of other teams around the league? The answer to that is probably no. Um, you know, I mean, he's a good defenseman. You know, is he ever going to be? Can he still get better? Can he become a very good defenseman? Yeah, the, the answer to that's probably yes. Is he ever going to be an elite defenseman? Um, you know, worthy of somebody that was taken first overall? Probably not. Um, so moving on to the Fords, you mentioned Alexander Barkov, who now wears the C for um, for Florida. Um, but there's, you know, outside of Huberto, I think there's probably a lot of names on here um, that people aren't quite familiar with. They're kind of like, he sounds familiar, but I don't really know much about him. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, I, the the Panthers, you know, the 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 strength of the team right now is is their forwards and their forward um, depth. You know, uh, Frank Vitrano, he scored he scored against Tor- Toronto the other night when they beat the Maple Leafs eight to four. And what was you know pretty? I mean, I know we still got a a, a long ways to go in the season, but. For this point, I mean, it was it was with the way the playoff race is shaping up. You know, a lot of people down here had that had that tagged as a must-win game, and he scored his tenth goal of the season in that game, and that that gives the Panthers seven guys already with double-digit goals. So, you know, like I, as I was saying before, if you're not really that familiar with what the Panthers are doing this year, a good comparison is the Maple Leafs. You know, they got the Panthers have a lot of guys that can put the puck in the net, and um, you know, uh, in a in a lot of games this year, they're they're beating teams by outscoring them. So, you know, they've got you know Barkoff and Huberdo, and uh, you know people should know who Mike Hoffman is. He's been around a long time, and he, you know, he's he's basically good for you know between twenty and thirty goals uh, a season. And Brett Conley was with the Capitals for you know with the light came into the league with the Lightning, and you know he had some good seasons for the with the Capitals and. I think he's on on pace for a career year this year, and then uh, in the probably the best acquisition the Panthers made this summer was was picking up uh, Nolachari from the Bruins, um, who who came to the Panthers with a career high of ten goals, and he's he's already got seventeen this year in the first half of the season. So that's that was totally unexpected for him to have that kind of offensive output. I definitely was not expecting you to tell me that Nolachari has 17 goals. That's that's completely wild to me because I, I watched yeah, him a little cra- bit. Yeah, it's crazy. He had his whole career. He had scored 18 goals and he's already got 17 this year. So two, I mean, six of the goals came. He had back to back hat tricks in two games. But even if you throw those out, he's got, you know, that's 11 over his career high 10. So. You know, he's having a, you know, just a, a crazy season for him. I mean, I don't think I don't think anybody expected him to. I mean, he's going to for sure get 20 goals and maybe in 25 or 30. And I don't think anybody expected that. That's that's really interesting. Do you think it's just that, you know, he's he's found a home in in Florida, you know, with the, with and by that, I mean, he's comfortable with the team. He really is thriving with Joel Quenville's playing style, or it's just kind of one of those crazy seasons that sometimes people have. Yeah. It's, it's looking like a combination of all those things. You know, he, he, he was scoring, 
you know, at a at a good clip for for him, you know, and, and they, when they had him in more of a bottom six role. But, you know, the Panthers went through a little bit of a losing streak and they kind of shuffled the lines around a, a bit and they and they put him up on the second line. And he's, you know, he's definitely taking advantage of that and, uh, you know, getting to play with, uh, you know, two more talented players and, you know, maybe he didn't get a chance to play with those kind of guys in Boston and it's, and uh, he's definitely taken advantage of it. And he's, um, you know, he's, he keeps scoring, you know, so, you know, he's, I guess he's going to hopefully keep, you know, hopefully be able to keep that going the rest of the season. Cause it's been, uh, it's been fun to watch. Yeah. It's always fun to see certain guys well, especially certain guys, I should say, uh, really hit their stride and then just really put the puck in the net. And it's just so delightful to watch. You're not expecting it. And then back-to-back hat tricks, and you're like, okay, I can get used to this. Yeah, especially on the Panthers, because the Panthers, they've, you know, they've got a lot of more finesse-type players. And that's, you know, just touching back on, a, on what we were talking about before with some of the defensive deficiencies that's kind of been an issue that they have. They have a lot of more like, you know, puck moving, finesse type defensemen. And, and the same goes for the forwards. There's a lot of guys on the team that, that you know, like to score the pretty goals or, or maybe more of a pass first type of guy. So it's nice to see a guy like Achari come in here and, and score some, you know, some greasy goals because that's definitely something they've needed the last few years. Um, who would you say is not really getting enough love on the team right now? And by that, I mean, like, like media attention, I guess, you know, somebody who's kind of had a more underrated play. And then you're just like, why is nobody shouting his name from the rooftops? Uh, I don't, I don't know that there's somebody on the team that's like that. I mean, I think, I think everybody... I think everybody's getting the kind of getting the love that they deserve for the for the season that they're having, you know. Um, I, if I had to pick maybe one guy, I, mean, I think I think he was getting some love earlier in the season when he was scoring a little bit more. Um, I'd, I'd probably say if I had to pick one person out, it might be Brett Conley. You know, when you when you look at his overall numbers, they're they're still really good, but. I don't. I think his. I think his scoring pace has slowed down a little bit, but he's even. Even so, he's still you know chipping in offensively here and there, and in in his in his play, you know even without the puck, you know he's just playing a solid game all around, and and I think maybe that's that kind that kind of effort, you know, especially down here, you know, with you know with the media down here is not the most hockey savvy, you know, across the board, so. So something like that probably is is flying under the radar a little bit. So if I had to if I had to pick one one guy, especially among the forwards, I, I would say it's probably him. Okay, so definitely got to keep an eye out for Nolachari and Brett Connolly uh, on Thursday. Should be an interesting game then. Yeah, it sh- it, sh- it should be a good one. You know, um, you know, like I mentioned before you know everybody put a lot of importance on the toronto game on sunday and the you know and and usually you know historically the panthers haven't haven't thrived in those kind of games where you know all the attention's on them and everybody's like you know this you know this is a measuring stick game you know we need to win this game there was a few games like that earlier in the season against tampa bay that didn't go so so well but um but on sunday they came out and they blew the leafs off the ice so you know, hopefully that's a, a sign of 
things to come and they can really get on a roll here and 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 try to leapfrog some of these teams and and get a little bit of a lead on some of them points wise um Joel Quenville was the big splash as we mentioned how has he really changed the face of this of this team I I think I think there's just more more accountability there and I and I think he just I just think he garners more respect from the players um you know the the last few coaches the Panthers down here have been in um time head coaches and you know not you know nothing against them you know they you know they obviously did enough to to earn you know getting that chance and and uh, Peter DeBoer you know he he was a first time coach down here and he went on to to have success in in New Jersey and in San Jose and you know there's no saying that can't happen with Bob Bugner but in my in my opinion the Panthers have, um basically this you know young core of of Barkoff and Ekblad and 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 those guys they've they've needed more of an experienced coach I think all along and um and and I I think I think hiring Quenville is is definitely going to pay some dividends. Hopefully, the rest of the season and hopefully the next over the next few years. What kind of identity has he established with the Panthers? Like, how do they play under him? So, I guess what is the team's identity? Um, you know, right now, may, maybe maybe a little surprisingly, the t- the team. I, th- I think he's just coaching to the strength of the team. You know, I, I you know, as I mentioned before, I, I, you know, there, there's definitely some defensive issues. You know, the Panthers are a team that has uh, some problems in their own end. And, and I think he's sort of coaching around that. And that's something I think will be addressed maybe in the off season. And we'll see, we'll see some personnel changes there. Um, but right now the, you know, the Panthers are, they're, they're a high scoring team. You know, if, if, you know, like I'm sure not a lot of people in Los Angeles are hip to Florida Panthers hockey, and there's probably a lot of other markets that aren't either, but they're a really fun team to watch. I mean, they, you know, um, you know, since they've shuffled up the lines, you know, it's, it's really paid off. They've got four lines that can, that can score. And, um, you know, they've got a good power play, you know, although, you know, people always expect it to be a little better. Um, but they're just a fun team to watch, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, there's been some issues here that he's with, that he's working on correcting and it's, it's still a work in progress. As far as I'm concerned, I, that they're pretty much right where I expected them to be. And I think there's really, you know, the, the one, the one thing they haven't really done this year is, is real off like any big winning streak. I think they've won, you know, three games a couple times so they're winning on a on a pretty consistent basis but yeah so that that's that's really the the one thing we haven't we haven't seen um them really be able to do that this year is is reel off a long winning streak so you know they've won three in a row a couple times um maybe three times i think two times and this will be the third if they went on thursday but yeah I, i think if they could just really get on a roll and run off like a six seven eight game winning streak that you know they'll they'll pass some of these teams and I and I think they'll be able to really make a good you know big push and and probably make the playoffs if they can get that just get that one you know big winning streak in there and build a lot of momentum and give themselves a little bit of a cushion to work with, with the rest of the way. 
Well, it should be a very interesting game. The Kings have nothing to play for except pride. And the Cats are definitely uh, teetering right on that edge of the wild card. So I think it'll be a really fun matchup. Um, Do you have any game predictions? It doesn't necessarily have to be a score prediction. It could just be anything you think will happen in the game. I think I think it'll be a good game. I, I think it'll probably be pretty high scoring because most um, most Panther games are, as I've mentioned a few times. But the the one thing I will say to to make Kings fans like kind of hopeful is the Panthers have a they have a tendency to kind of play down to the opponent sometimes, and especially when that team is a, a Western Conference team that they don't really see a lot of or that doesn't bring a lot of fans into the building. That that kind of you know help you know, hype up the atmosphere a little bit. So sometimes, you know, down here, you know, we get those teams in like a Winnipeg or, you know, and then even Eastern Conference teams like Carolina or Ottawa that there's really no fans of those teams down here. So they, so they don't really draw a big crowd. And those, those, those games seem to be a little tricky for the Panthers. So I would expect this game to be a a close one, like a four, three, five, four kind of game. Oh, one more thing that I wanted to ask you that I forgot to ask you. Okay. Um, Special teams. How are the the Panthers' special teams? I know the power play is pretty good. The Panthers sixth on the power play, so they're scoring at twenty three point four percent. Wow. Which is kind of what I thought, but but we get a lot of commenters that are are not in the community that aren't like that jazzed with how the power play is doing, but. You know, some people, uh, <laughs> some people are never happy. Um, okay, P- PK not PK not so good. Twenty twenty first. That's yeah, twenty first. It's well, actually tied for twentieth with Colorado at seventy eight point eight. So definitely room for improvement with the penalty kick. But power play, one of the better ones in the league, which is what I would have thought given the given the guys that they're throwing out there. Yeah, I can definitely see that the Panthers would have one of the absolute best power plays, given the amount of talent that they have. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) what's your prediction for the game? It doesn't necessarily have to be a score prediction. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game because the Panthers are a high-scoring team, and, you know, usually there's there's a... fair amount of goals in every game. So I think it'll be one of those. And, um, you know, for a hopeful thing for Kings fans is the, is the Panthers have a tendency to sometimes play down to, to the opponent, especially when it's a team that they don't see a lot of. Um, and that doesn't really, you know, bring, doesn't have kind of have a built in crowd down here. Like, like some of the other teams do, like, you know, when the, when the Blackhawks come to town, whether they're good or bad, there's usually a, a good amount of Blackhawk fans in the building to help boost the attendance and kind of get the atmosphere going. So some of these teams, like if you get, you know, like an Ottawa or a Carolina to come in, the building gets kind of sleepy. So that, that could be the case on Thursday a little bit, which, um, which could give the Kings a, a, a good chance to steal two points. So I, th- I think it'll be a close game, like 4-3 game, 5-4 game. I think the Panthers will, will end up getting the win, but I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. And um, I would be surprised if it, if it was a one-sided game either way. 
Well, with two points and a lot of pride on the line, I guess we're going to have to see how, well, of course we'll have to see, but uh, I think it's going to be a really fun game to see how this plays out. Yeah, it should be a good one. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, our, our one look, our one local look at Kings this year. So, you know, it should be an interesting match. For sure. Well, Todd, thank you so much for joining me and best of luck to the Panthers this season. Uh, best of luck to you guys, too. Take care. Thanks, you too.